still surprised and delighted that he had become part of her life. Although most royalty relegated the care of infants to nursemaids, Millie and her parents spent as much time with Felix as they could. When Emma and Edric were busy with the demands of the kingdom, Millie often visited the nursery on her own. Sometimes she felt almost as if she were the baby's third parent. Excuse me, Audun said, edging away from Millie as he got to his feet and put the golden chain back around his neck. My back is getting stiff. I think it's about time for a change. Like the air above a sun-heated boulder on a hot afternoon, the air shimmered around Audun as he turned from a dragon into a young man with silvery-white hair and vivid blue eyes. He was handsome whether he was a human or a dragon, with a strong chin and prominent cheekbones. When Felix's smile melted away and he began to fuss, Emma looked up from the growing pile of weeds and muttered under her breath. Butterflies flitting around the garden rose above the blossoms and flew to where the baby lay. The multi-hued cloud descended over the baby, fluttering just out of reach of his flailing fists. Felix chortled, and his smile returned even brighter than before. Audun had just taken a seat on the blanket when the shadow of a large bird passed overhead, Millie glanced up. Her heart rate quickened when she saw that it wasn't a bird at all, but a witch with long white hair whipping behind her as she darted to a landing on her broom made of palm fronds tied to a stick. Millie was used to visitors arriving at all hours of the day and night. Her mother was the green witch and in charge of dealing with the magical issues in Greater Greensward. Because Emma was married to Edric, crown prince of Upper Montevista, she had to watch over that kingdom as well. Witches, fairies, and normal humans were always stopping by to tell her about yet another problem. Millie wouldn't have minded if their arrival didn't usually mean that her mother was going to be called away once again, leaving Grissina and Millie to deal with whatever problems might crop up in the two kingdoms. So far, Grissina had been able to deal with it all, but there was always the chance that Millie would be called upon to help, and that the small amount of magic she was able to use wouldn't be enough. Millie tried to stay calm as the visiting witch, who appeared to be nearly ninety, hopped off her broom like a spry sixty-year-old and brushed her snarled hair back from her face. She was a pretty woman with tanned, not-too-wrinkled skin. When she spoke, her voice was unexpectedly husky. Which one of you is Grissina? she asked, peering at the women. My eyesight isn't so good anymore. Grissina stood, dusting off her hands. I'm Grissina. And I know who you are, Cadmilla. How can I help you? You can offer me a drink and a seat in the shade, said the witch. I've been on that pitiful excuse for a broom since yesterday, and my joints ache worse than a whale with a sick belly. She sighed and shook her head. Listen to me. I've spent so much time with those old crones on the island that I'm beginning to sound like them. While Grissina hurried into the cottage, Emma helped Cadmilla to a bench under the spreading branches of the oak that grew at the river's edge. I must be a sight, the old witch said, fussing with her sleeves as she made herself comfortable. I got caught in the rain yesterday. It took forever for my clothes to dry out. Grissina emerged from the cottage, carrying a large tankard. Why were you looking for me? She said, handing the woman the drink. Cadmilla took a long sip. I didn't want to come, and I wouldn't have if the old biddies back on the island hadn't left me the short straw. I think they cheated and used magic to make their straws longer. I would have, too, if I'd have thought of it soon enough. I came here because of that sea monster, wrecked our cottages and drove us into the woods. 
The ugly beast won't leave us alone. It's been coming for a week and hasn't shown any sign of leaving. If you and your friends are witches, couldn't you have gotten rid of a sea monster on your own? Audun asked. Cadmilla curled her lip in exasperation. Don't you think we tried? But either our magic is getting as feeble as we are, or the monster is stronger than all of us put together. All our spells and potions didn't affect old Warty one bit. That's what we call it, because of its warts. And you came here because... We heard that Grisina had taken it upon herself to get rid of all the monsters around that town, Chancewood, Chanceworld, something like that. Chancewold, said Grisina. Tell me about the monster. What does it look like? It's gray and has a floppy body like a half-empty bladder covered in warts. It stays in the water most of the time, but when it does come out, it crawls around on three big flippers. It has long tentacles with...